Hello, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin-Mountain. And I'm Karen Campbell. And happy April Fool's Day. Oh my gosh, it's It's April Fool's Day. Do you know where I'll be next week at this time? On a plane. On a plane. Going to Greece. Yay. Yay. So excited for you. Yeah, me too. But I'm just nervous about the plane ride. It's like 11 hours to Munich and then two hours to Greece. It's like, oh my God, can we just take a cruise there? Just just, sleep. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I have a hard time just sleeping. I don't know. I feel like when everyone's asleep, I know you feel the same. I feel like when everyone's asleep, I feel like... Do they not know we can't get out of this plane? It's not the I like the I like the you know rocking and rolling and not that it just feels like I just want to get out. Like I just don't like being in an egg in the sky forever. You know, and my boyfriend made me feel even worse. He goes, "Well, you can't get out because you're over the water." I'm like, "Thanks so much." <laughs> that you know? makes me feel so much better. There's no way to get out. But anyway, so beautiful weekend um what do you got going on real estate you have a new one coming up i do have a new one coming up i actually got to see it again it's progressing slowly but it is progressing it is um a three bedroom two bath three-story uh condo in camarillo Mm -hmm. and it is gorgeous like the kitchen is completely redone it's got a beautiful um long sink in the kitchen so that you have room to do what you need to do in there and um Beautiful flooring, beautiful crown molding. It's got a fireplace in the living room. Um, You go upstairs, it's the dining room and the kitchen, uh, bathroom and a bedroom. And then you go upstairs again, and then there's bedrooms upstairs for the bathroom. It's It's probably going to be $5.99. Very good. Yeah, it's very exciting. And the HOA? The HOA is 398 Okay. And it hasn't been raised, and they don't anticipate it being raised. Good, good, good. So that's a, that's a good one. That will go pretty quickly because there just isn't anything in that price range. Right. I have 312 Rogers in Imperial Mobile Home Park. It's a three-bedroom, two-bath. It's upgraded. Very, very nice end unit. And right now, with price improvement to 360 So that's exciting. Yes, and we have 37261 Mojave Sage yes. in Palm Desert. Price improvement. Price improvement to uh, 575 That's good, yeah. Yeah, because um, there's 61 properties for sale in that community, so it's a little tough. Yeah, you know, when somebody looks at something there, they look at not everything, but everything within a certain price range. And yeah. the price range that is selling is right in that 575, 535 range. Right. And so we were at 599, and we weren't getting any showings. Yeah. yeah. So now that we're at 575, we uh, are getting showings and hopefully we will have an offer soon of course so it's gated it's it's um guarded it's really nice um post office restaurant in there you don't have to leave right pools spas yeah. golf courses um it's just a really great place and this particular property has a casita yeah, so it there's stop, yeah. it's like an adu behind the property so that family can stay grandkids can stay um you can rent it. If you mm-hmm. rent it for more than 30 days, you can rent it and have a little bit of income. Otherwise, you can use it as a studio for crafts or a pottery um, kiln. You can do just about anything yeah. with that. Or have ADU. family just come up and visit, and they can only stay a little while, and that's good. Then they can leave, right? Right. Yeah. And then you're surrounded by the beautiful desert. Yes. And so that's just a great, great thing. I have one coming up um on in the east end is Solano. It's a three bedroom, three bath, and it's going to be priced about nine fifty. It's very, very nice, two story, um, built in ninety five, I believe. And so I'll have that in the next week or so coming up. And then I have another one 
over on the east end. Um, I don't want to say the address yet, but it's going to be a five-bedroom, three-bath. Um, that's going to be... I'm sorry, that one, the other one's going to be $899. This one's going to be $950. So I have a couple East End, and I'm excited about that. Yeah, I think I think spring is finally here. Yes. And I think people are going to do what they would normally do, which is get your, their home on the market, get it mm-hmm. sold so that they can move to the next house, get ready so that they're in time for school to start. Right. And go on vacation during the summer and, you know, just have have a plan right and I think that's what's happening you have lots of buyers too right I do I have lots of buyers I have a brand new buyer um, who has just accepted a job here in Ventura looking for a three-bedroom two-bath they would like East End up to 900 they don't want a fixer like it okay. needs to be nice because they have no time mm-hmm. they've just started a new job here um, very excited to have them Yay. they're just very very talented in everything they do so looking for them up to 900 and then I have an investor looking for income property. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll take up to six units. So once you go over four units, your four units and below is residential. After five units and above is commercial. And so he is looking for up to six units, up to three million, anywhere in Ventura County. Mm-hmm. And right now, there's only nine properties for sale. I so know. there's just nothing not to just, much, I know, not much right? for sale. Yeah. So um, let's see. I have another one. I have um, somebody looking in uh, the mobile home park at the beach on Anchors Way. Oh, yeah. Another one. Oh. And um, so well, there's, there's only one available there, right? That's well, there's the- actually three. Oh. Yeah. There's there's the one that has the double lot and then there's two other ones. Oh. Um, but we've looked at the two other ones. She doesn't want the double lot. Um, and so anything that you are thinking of selling, putting on the market, yes. give me a call. We do have a cash buyer for Anchors Way, uh, the mobile home park there. Yeah. They just want to be close to the harbor and close to um, restaurants and parks and all of that. Yeah. And, um, you know, I know, like we say, people call in, you know, let us know if you're interested in buying or selling because we can help. We've got buyers, we've got sellers, and um, we love to help everyone out there. So, um like always, just give us a call. Uh, my phone number is 805-258-6811. And what's yours, Karen? 805-320-0225. We have a great show lined up for you today. We have Larry Reyes and Derek uh, Con- Contreras. I can never say his name correctly. Darn it. Um, with Smart Home Mortgage. And there's a new program. They're talking about the CalHAFA program. It's awesome. It's a right. new grant for California first-time home buyers. It's amazing. It actually is called the California Dream for All, mm-hmm. and it's a shared appreciation loan. So we're going to lear- learn all about that. Sue and Recky from All Valley Escrow will be talking about the process and then what she has to do once we have clear to close and what that means. Ben Cohn from Sinks to Sewers is going to be telling us the process of checking lateral lines in Ventura, but we also check lateral lines everywhere. So he's going to talk about that. And he's got new information about what's coming up in Ventura for condos, mobile homes, and commercial. And then we have Kevin Brennan with us. He's from Real Guppies. And he is going to talk about his new center and what he does for kids. So we're so excited to have him. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. 
Hi, I'm Larry Reyes with Smart Home Mortgage. My team and I are here to offer our clients and real estate partners more options and more products than any local bank or credit union. When others can't get the job done, we can. Finding you the right product at the lowest rate, at the lowest cost, is what we do. Our team is dedicated to closing loans in 30 days or less with excellent communication along the way. You can find us at the Large Tower in Oxnard, Morgan Stanley Building, 300 East Esplanade Drive, Suite 105. We're on the main floor. Or give us a call at 805 853 3030. Find us on the net, smarthomemortgage.net. Our licensing information is NMLS number 1569054. My individual NMLS number is 233573. Our California DRE number is 02012912. And my individual DRE number is 015070. The number you really need to remember is mine, 805-853-3030. This is John Syatt, president of Century 21 Everest, California. These are certainly uncertain times, and yet home is our refuge. It's our safe haven. Recognizing the importance of home ownership and the role that it plays in our community, Ventura County has deemed real estate sales as essential. Buying and selling homes can be a very stressful process. We understand that. As a result, we have over 400 professionals in our community, and we've been in our community serving you for over 30 years, serving you, our neighbors. If you have any questions about real estate or the market, or you need assistance in buying or selling a home, visit our website at century21everest.com. You can find a home there, or you can find an agent to help you with all of your needs. As a community, as neighbors, and as friends, we are here to help you. We're going to get through this together, so be safe and be healthy. Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin-Mahone. And I'm Karen Campbell. And we are so excited to have Kevin with us today. He is from Real Guppies. That's right. So welcome, Kevin. We're so Thank glad you. to have you. Thank you Tell us much. what Real Guppies is. So Real Guppies has kind of expanded. It doesn't just take kids out anymore. We're a family educational learning program. We have a learning studio now. When we first start, and it's a multimedia center. Right. So we, you know, I do a TV show called Real Anglers that started Real Guppy Outdoors. And the reason we had a, a nonprofit part of it, we were already taking kids out fishing with Real Anglers Kids Fishing Days. But just to try to get some donations, you know, people could donate some extra rods, like manufacturers from the fishing industry that I knew would make a bigger donation of gear if we were a 501c3 because they could write it off. Right. So of we course. got in a nonprofit, which is a beast of its own. But over the years, creating children's workbooks, going into elementary schools now, we're really looking at the Real Angler Network where we have a multimedia side since everything kind of went digital because of the pandemic. And how do we merge that with the Real Guppy Outdoors? So the children's books have the QR code to go to the to a video that I've already created on my multimedia side with the TV show that they could watch. So it's like a modern day Teddy Ruxpin, you know, you can watch the video, engage with your, uh, with the participants more, send them tackle tips. You know, there's ways you can put them in the database. And then, because some of them love fishing, some of them love the biology aspect. Also showing them the Channel Islands National Park. We did a trip last week where the Guppy Ranger program, we just went out to Santa Cruz Island and did some hiking, seen a couple whales on the way across. So it's expanded from taking kids fishing on the fourth Sunday of every month to our learning center, to elementary schools. I speak at Bass Pro Shops now about getting families in because the, the the reason we've expanded also, the fishing industry would like to retain the anglers that we teach how to fish. Mm -hmm. So if you just hook a trout or something for a kid, does that mean mom and dad are gonna stop at Big Five or Walmart or Eric's Tackle or something like that and get gear and continue this family uh, recreational thing that you could do in our backyard? 
probably not. And I work on boats, so I know how intimidating fishing is when people come out the first time. Yeah. That's why I started my TV show to explain that and then started the kid program. So I know that was a long answer, but the reason is that it went from just taking kids fishing years ago to full education. We have artifacts that we showcase, workbooks, uh, crab fishing, um, just trips to the island, well watching. There's a lot more that we have in our backyard that we can expose everybody in the area to, as opposed to just like at-risk youth where I started when I was started taking them because I was an at-risk youth. and That's my story that we can really expand into full education now. Well, and I'm so proud of you with the center now and just... I've watched you grow so well that um, I'm just so proud of you. Thank you. I'm, I really appreciate I that. I really want to support what you do. I think it's great for kids. I think adults get a lot from it as well, especially if they volunteer to help in your situation. Um, I know there's opportunities for people to donate to this cause, and it's such a great cause, everybody. I mean, you really should just take a look at it. If you have children, we live at the ocean. It's a great opportunity to get out there and learn about the ocean and actually fish in the ocean yeah yeah what, so what kind of fish can you get here when you fish well we live in a really cool place i get to teach watch this we look we live in a really cool place where the northern it's a long answer but i'm telling you why we live in such a diverse area with the kelp forest and where we live at the the drop-offs that we get a northern current that comes down that's cold and this and the southern current that comes up that's warm that meet in the channel islands yeah. so you can catch yellowtail bass Ooh. white sea bass rockfish we had dorado last year we had bluefin in our backyard whitefish sheephead lingcod barracuda uh, halibut so there's an array of fish that we have in our backyard and it's because our new our, our that's why you got like how many well watching businesses are there because yes. those wells come through eating the plankton that gets pushed up through that upwelling and they're following the resources and that's what the fish eat then you have habitat for them to live in so you have all the resources that you need for shelter for homes for these fish to thrive in the temperatures that come down so you, you can get salmon that come all the way down to our area that won't go any further south and then like a yellowtail that won't go any further north any Ooh. further north wow so depending i mean and man where we live at cod fishing is some of the best the season opened up today and man i tell people it's like a rhesus there's no wrong way to eat it you could fry it ceviche tacos grill it i make a pestoed link cod that's phenomenal with white rice so there's so many ways you can that you when you harvest these fish as well that you could go home and eat them you know so you mm -hmm. catch it so you learn how to hook your bait how to put it on how to cast Fine. and produce something that you could we have a hunter gatherer instinct in us already something like people that grow their own vegetables man there's just something about harvesting your own catch um that you get but some kids maybe just like the biology aspects so we're partnering them with noaa scientists and department of fish and wildlife partnerships that we've developed so they learn how to live in harmony with these fish and we could not have to preserve everything that we could conserve it by being responsible recreational anglers and so do you ever do any fundraisers for like food share and give all the fish that you catch on a particular Man, day they used to do that but again with sustainable fishing practices and laws you can't catch 13 fish to give away you could still only catch 10 okay. so last time they did the fish for food they invited the department of fish and wildlife and they were like what are you guys doing this is not how you do it if you catch your 10 i can give them away but we were catching so many fish, nobody was keeping track. Again, that's not that's in not their eyes. It. It's yep. not, you have, you could, man, everybody loves me for bringing them fish. So you can give away sport caught fish. You can't sell sport caught fish. If I catch 10 rockfish, I can't go sell them to a market. That's illegal. So again, there's responsible. That's why I say we teach a lot of the responsible fishing practices. So that was a great event. I actually filmed it with uh, Karen Jensen yeah. and them years ago. But what happened was they invited him thinking it was a great partnership and it was kind of uh -huh. It kind of showed us overfishing because there was nobody documenting how many fish we were catching, and legally wow. you have to document. I remember a, a catch. that from years ago. Is that what they that they used? That's why to they haven't do done that. it since. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, so do you teach the kids how to like? Yeah, we teach everybody. 
the kids because the kids. parents are important too like if the parent has a and the reason why let's say you come fishing with us right and you catch and i just want to i don't mean to cut you off but oh, if you catch please. a halibut and it's only 20 inches long department of fish and wildlife is going to give that person a ticket regardless wow. so okay. really making sure that you have species identification is up to the angler oh. so do kids need to have a fishing license uh, if you're under 16 you don't okay so, so then the parent is responsible for the kid that's under 16 or are you responsible we do the pier mostly Okay. So we do don't have to here. give it to them. But if we go on a boat, we'll cover the kids, and usually the adults have to purchase it, purchase their own. But again, as a family engagement program, we want the families to come up. So since sure. we do it on the pier, nobody needs a license on the pier. It's easy maintenance. Again, it's just the basics. Let's just get them started. Then they can purchase and go ahead and get a license, go to the store and buy the gear that they need, whether it's off the pier, to the lake, or on a boat. And then also um, introducing them to the proper guides and services. So what you pay to go to a ball game or amusement park, you could spend on a four-pack to go on a 8 a.m. boat and see the Channel Islands and catch a few fish and take a moment eating them. And then those guides and services will identify, help you with the identification of the fish. If it's legal, is it big enough, how to cut it, fillet it, and process it for you so that when you get home, it's already clean, ready to go. But when we're with our day, we show you the same, because I was a deckhand on a boat. So sure. I just simulate the same thing no matter where I'm at. It's on a pier, a boat, a kayak, a pond, a creek. Oh, fun. Water. <laughs> right. <laughs> so the kids do learn how to prepare the fish so that everything. they everything yeah and if they need help again we have the roll anglers fishing show where they could use to my videos and i'll show you how to how to cook them that's why extend expanding the whole brand of the real angler network like right now i have kids that are at the learning center right now that we got from goodwill from the chamber yes that are they're editing film right now so they're they're, they're already working on it so that way they could continue to showcase our material and then get it back out to the to the community on all these different projects and again we're doing community science where one of the kids from the um goodwill's name's isaac he made this little sheet so that he could document what he caught the conditions on the water um that day sunny the water temperature also what we've seen whales dolphins birds and etc and then he's doing it like for marine biologist study so that we, we we could make sure we're identifying properly and then the importance of that and then we show them how to cook it and clean it so that way we have a sustainable fishery so when that kid that loves to fish now learned how to do it as a family recreation they're teaching their family how to do it in 20 years um, because not everybody had a john smith grandpa that took them fishing you know cultures out here are different yeah. generational traditional things are different it's not always an economic breakdown why people don't enjoy our backyard it's intimidating getting on the ocean you do what you know so there's just steps just mm -hmm. to get to the pier you know cool. so we, we actually teach all of that you know that's so cool Tell everybody where they can find you if they want to go fishing with you, if they want to ask you a question or help in any way or donate to you. What can they do? Yeah, so go to Real Guppy Outdoors um, and our Facebook. We do a lot of our posting on Facebook because it's easier resourceful-wise to continue to update stuff there versus going into the website and always changing it. Our learning center is at 2741 South Victoria Avenue, Suite D in Oxnard. It's at the Fisherman's Wharf just to the left in the cul-de-sac where you rent the little boat hoppers. Um, and we are having an open house. So if you are a business or a company or an educator that wants to come and see what we're doing or make a donation, that's going to be Tuesday, I believe it's Tuesday, uh, April, I think that's the 18th tax day. And we're going to have two of them from 3, 3.30 to 5 and then a 5.30 to 7. Um, the Learning Center is open on Saturdays from 10 to 2 unless we're on the water. But, you know, I rec uh, just invite people to come down and see it for themselves. If you have kids or you're an educator and want to check it out, message us on Facebook. Um, the email is real easy too. It's real guppy, uh, outdoors at gmail.com. And then, you know, you could ask questions, but we're, again, we're a community program. So if you have other organizations that want to partner too, whether you're kids or an adults, we could help, you know, uh, serve, serve anybody in the community. 
Wow. Thank you so much, Brandon. We're so glad to have you. We'll have you back. You can use our show for any time you want to come back. Thank you. I appreciate the support and I appreciate the comment about seeing us grow. And that's part of what we teach from the entrepreneurial side is what it takes to grow something in this area and how you have to network. And it's like fishing. You get some resources, you get some help, you get a guide or a service, and that's how you overcome anything in life. And I just use that as my metaphors to teach in classes and at the center or on a on a kid fishing day so awesome so cool thank you very much thank you so much well coming up we have sue sue and ricky from all valley escrow and she's going to talk about the process and what we do when we get an all clear so stay tuned we'll be right back city of ventura rental owners did you know that the city of ventura is looking at rental ordinances Tenants have been speaking up. Now, owners, it's your time to speak up. If you want more information, reach out to Rent805 or call us at 805-776-8805. Rent805, we manage your rental so it doesn't manage you. Hi, I'm Seth Doherty, a professional land surveyor with Latitude Surveying. We help homeowners, realtors, developers, contractors, and architects define property lines, create topographic surveys, site plans, and other maps. We service Santa Barbara and Ventura counties. Give us a call at 805-637-1975 or check us out on the web at latitudesurveying.com. Again, this is Seth Doherty with Latitude Surveying at 805-637-1975. 805-637-1975. Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin-Mahone. And I'm Karen Campbell. And we have Sue and Ricky with us. She is from All Valley Escrow, one of my absolute favorite escrow officers. And she is going to talk about the escrow process and what we do once we get a clear to close from a lender. So, hey, Sue, how you doing? Wonderful. Thank you guys so much for having me on today. Of course. course. We're so glad to have you. So tell us what you do as an escrow officer, because I think people have a, a, a different idea of what you do. So it's tell us, common. tell us, it, yeah, I know. It's, people it's, are like, why do we need her? Yeah, <laughs> why, You common. can't do it without her. No. Yes. <laughs> We're actually a, a protection for the seller and the buyer. Um, that's what we do. We protect them because we're an impartial third party that takes in the funds and the documentation and makes sure that um, everything's in place before we close the transaction. So we were the protection for the buyers and sellers. Um, based on what the, the RPA or the purchase contract says, we take the instructions from that, that the buyer and seller have agreed to in the purchase contract and make sure that all the items are met before we go forward. And one of those things that you were saying is um, when you get clear to close, that's that's one of the items that, that uh, is very close to closing. Yay, that's the best part. Yes, <laughs> yes. When we have clear to close from a lender. Yeah. And once we have clear to close from a lender, um, that means that they're going to send us their figures and they, they're going to balance the, the loan figures with me so that um, we're ready to get to receive loan documents in for the buyers to sign. Well, and a lot of times, Sue, I know that clients, buyers mainly, um, they just want to sign them and then they want to close and they want their keys. That's what yeah, they want. Right. And there's a process they, to that. Yeah, there is a process to it. Um, by the time we have clear to close, we should have, as escrow holder, and, and our, our duty is to make sure that we have all the other paperwork ready to go. There's escrow paperwork that um, says 
uh, about payoffs for a seller. There's escrow paperwork that says what kind of insurance do you want for a buyer. There's, uh, there's paperwork that we need back from both buyers and sellers um, in order to function. Exactly. And by the, time, by the time we get to clear to close, all that paperwork, we've, we've made sure we've gotten that, that back and we're ready to, to go. Um, it is very close to the closing, to the end of the, of the escrow when we do get clear to close. But it's, the process is that once we balance figures with them, with the lender, and we're ready to go, and we know exactly how much the buyer needs to bring in or, um, you know, what funds are, are need to come back into escrow for closing, um, then we contact the buyer and say, okay, what's your, the best time for you uh that we can send a mobile notary to you and get these loan docs signed. Um, the mobile notary goes over all these details about the, the transaction with them, the loan docs, and make sure that the buyers are comfortable with what they're signing. And then they bring them back to the escrow company, uh, me, and, and we package them and send them back to the lender so that the lender can review uh, the documents that the buyers have signed. Well, and a lot of times point, it takes it takes a few days to do that. So usually you're does. getting your clear to close about seven days prior, and then that uh, gives you a little bit. A lot shorter. Than sometimes that, it is a lot shorter. <laughs> but we'd like it to be <laughs> right. Like it to be seven days before, um, because the, the the buyer at that point, once we they sign their loan documents, they need to provide the money that the the funds, the final funds, need to come into escrow. Uh, in order to be able to fund the loan. Um, and that can sometimes take a little time. So um, it's better, so much better to have a little extra time um, for the buyer to get their money together and know exactly how much they need to bring in. Right. And they always want to bring up, you know, you always want to pad that by $100 or, or even $200, depending upon uh, the situation. But you always want to pad that because you don't want to be short the last second. Right. Because... That's a big hassle for the buyer to scramble to get us more money, if, and, and that's why we do want to balance with the lender's figures so that we know exactly how much they need to bring in, and both the lender and escrow agree and balance in, in the figures, um, and that helps not end up coming in short for a, for a poor buyer. Um, uh, that's just it's frustrating because at the last minute you have to scramble, a buyer would have to scramble to get us funds, additional funds in. We try very hard not to have to do that um, with our process, but sometimes it does happen. And sometimes we have to hustle to get everybody in line to make sure everything is getting ready to close the day before because we cannot fund and record in the same day in our county. We still can't do that. Well, if you set it up the night before, then it looks like you funded in the morning and closed in the afternoon, but you still set it up before. Mm -hmm. Right, Right, Sue? Well, in Ventura County... Um, they uh, they allow special recordings, meaning that the funds the, the the funds would need to come in before 11:30 in the morning in order to release for the same day recording. In Los Angeles County, they in, in other counties they do not allow that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we're lucky and more we have a little bit of a leeway in, in Ventura County, um, but we have to have the funds in at a specific time in order to release for same day recording as well as having the signed loan documents back. I mean, sometimes we get them in a mad rush, um, and we have a day to do all this, and that's when it's a scramble for everyone. 
and we have to get the signed loan documents, the recording documents to the title company and sitting there on hold until they get their funds in, and then we can instruct them to release for same-day recording. You are so great at what you do. I don't know how you guys do it. I'm telling you. I can't do my... puzzle. Well, it is kind of like a big puzzle, but sometimes the puzzle gets complicated. And, it does. And you but are you know so what? great. You, of... two, you two are two of my very favorite agents Aww. because of how you handle your clients. Not all agents do that. Aww. You handle your clients, and you're, you jump right in there and, and want it to be successful and want to make it comfortable for your clients, and I appreciate that in you two. Aww, Aww, thank thank you. you so much. Hug. And thank you so much for that absolutely amazing letter that you sent to me yesterday or day before whenever that was I was so busy this week it's like my days run together but the kind words that you said I just I just really was touched so thank you so so much truth well tell 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 everybody where they can find you Sue if they have a question she's always willing to answer a question for anyone so even if it's not my escrow and you want someone else's opinion I'm so happy to do that because I've been doing this since 1996 a long time and my name is Sue Ericke. I'm with All Valley Escrow. My phone number, you can reach me anytime at 805-584-9596. Or you can email me at sue, S-U-E, at allvalleyescrow.com. And it's, it's like I said, it's such a pleasure to work with um, wonderful agents. And that's what makes our job worth it. Thank you. You're Thank so you sweet. so nice. That's so nice. So thanks, Sue. We appreciate being you being here today. So coming it's very up, very much my pleasure. Yeah, coming up we have Larry Reyes and Derek Contreras with Smart Home Mortgage, and they are going to talk about the new California Dream for All program. That's so great. stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Pat from Pothier Hypnotherapy, and I'm located right here in Ventura County. Just open a newspaper, watch TV, or even get on social media, and you can see all the negative things that affect our lives. In my practice, we focus on the positive. We want to assist you to be the very best that you can be, to live your best life ever. I offer a variety of services under my three main programs of diet-free life, weight management, smoking sensation, and overcoming trauma. See, we all have something that holds us back. I can be reached through my website, pathiahypnotherapy.com, or call myself, 818-468-0777. We all deserve happiness, peacefulness, and love in our lives. Call me. Again, that phone number, 818-468-0777. Moving house this year? Imagine having a gentle, experienced partner to help you prepare and lead the team to pack, move, and completely resettle your new home as you've planned. At Gentle Transitions of California, we call that person a move manager. Why not schedule our no-obligation move planning meeting to find out more? Just call 800-619-3049 or visit gentletransitions.com to get started. That's 800-619-3049 to let us help you move gently this time. Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin-Mahone. And I'm Karen Campbell. And we are so lucky to have Derek Contreras with us today. He is from Smart Home Mortgage. Welcome, Derek. Hey, good morning. Thank you for having me on. Of course. Of course. We're so glad to have you. So we are so excited about this new California Dream for All program Tell us about it. Tell us all about it. We want to know. We want everybody to know about it because it's going to open so many doors for so many people. Mm -hmm. And we're very excited about that. Right. 
you know, I've already noticed some doors opening for some clients who were pre-approved, let's say, for 630000 I ran the numbers with this program. Boom, we're at 700000 um, you know, purchase price. And that's where they want to be. That's the kind of house they want is a $700,000 house. They, when I pre-approved them for uh, 630000 it was kind of like, well, thanks, but, you know, I guess we're just going to have to wait till we get some pay raises or, you know, things like that, which could take a long time. But then I, you know, called them yesterday and I was like, hey, guys, this new program came out. Let me run the numbers. And boom, we're at 700000 instead of 630000 So that's a $70,000 increase. And it's, it's, it's all about they're giving. T- tell them about the program. It's, they're giving 20% sure. down. Sure. So this program is by CalHAPA. That's the California Housing Finance Agency. Um, the particular program is called California Dream for All Shared Appreciation Loan Program. Um, and basically what it is, is it's 20% of down payment assistance that you can use all of the 20% towards your down payment, which means no mortgage insurance, or you can use a mix and match of the 20% so you can use some of that money to pay for your closing costs so you don't have to come in with any closing cost money or down payment money. And, you know, it's basically you come in at the end with, you know, I can work it out so that you don't have to come in with anything at all. Yeah, and and we talked even, you know, yesterday and today, we had a client who um, didn't have any money down, didn't have money for closing costs at all, and we were trying to get her pre-approved. Well, now they're giving her 20% down so we can, you know, we can buy. It's just, it's exciting. And does that work for mobile homes and everything? No, I don't think so. You know, it works for uh, single-family residences. It works for manufactured homes, and it works for condos, but it does not work for mobile homes. Mm -hmm. Okay, but it works for manufactured homes because you own the land. Yes. Right, exactly. So that would be, you know, you own the land, um, you know, the home permanently fixed to the foundation. So in that case, yes, you could do the California Dream for All program for that particular house. And how do you qualify? You have to be a first-time home buyer, meaning you can't have bought or sold in three years, correct? Absolutely. And so basically, you know, you can't have had a home within three years if you've been renting. If you've owned a home in the past, but now you've been renting for three years, boom, you're a first-time home buyer. Right, okay. You qualify for this program. The, um, the way that they verify it is they're going to ask for three years of your taxes. That's just to see if you've been a homeowner and you claimed mortgage interest on your taxes. So that's mm. how they verify that. Mm. Um, the credit score, the minimum credit score we can go to is 660 on this program. Okay. That's really good. A lot of people have 660 or higher. A lot of people are in the 720s. So that, that's really good. Absolutely. If you have a 700 score or above, I can actually go higher on my debt to income ratio by 5% so I can qualify you for more if you have a 700 or above FICO. Awesome. And so what's the interest rate? Is it the same the as- interest rate, so another thing I should mention is you have to be within income limits. So if you make more in our, if in our county, if you make more than $228,000 a year, 228,000, you won't qualify for this program. Um, the area median income for our for our Ventura County area is ninety two thousand five twenty. So if you make less than ninety two thousand five twenty, um, you'll get a rate of six percent on this. If you make more than that, the rate is six point three seven five. So it's mm-hmm. not a bad interest rate. Okay. And so explain what a shared appreciation loan is, because that's what that is, right? Absolutely. So they're going to give you. Let's say we use all the twenty percent for the down payment. And you basically, you buy a $500,000 house. So 20% of a $500,000 house is $100,000. So if you sell this house 
you will have to pay back that down payment of $100,000. Plus, if you made any money, any profit, you have to pay back 20% of that profit. So that's pretty much the shared appreciation, how it works, is, you know, you have to pay down, pay back that down payment if you ever sell it or if you do a cash-out refinance. However, if you never sell the property, you'll never have to pay that back. It's not a loan. I mean, it is, it's a loan, but you don't have to make payments on it every month. There's no second, nothing like that. And um, you, you're allowed to do a refinance to lower the payment once throughout the lifetime of this loan. So you're not stuck with that 6.375 or 6% interest rate. They allow you to refinance it once, one time. That's, that's really interesting. So if you never sell it, so does the, is there a time limit or you just never can sell it in order not to pay it back? Right, you can never sell, you can, mm -hmm. I just was going to say, because on affordable housing, if you keep it for X amount of years, you don't have to pay it back. But this is different than that. Right. I have down payment assistance programs, other ones that are grants at 5% and 3.5% of a down payment um, that you don't have to pay back after five years. But this is 20% of down payment assistance. So it's kind of like a major, it's, uh, uh, it's a know, lot. major factor. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot. But Derek, there's only so much money, right? That is true. Um, we are projecting that this program may run out of funds within a couple months. So that's why I've been contacting past clients who have, weren't happy with what they were approved for um, because the numbers are the numbers. And I said, hey, guys, let's look at this California Dream program. Now you're approved for so much. If you want to jump on something, let's do it now so you can be one of the first people to get this because – if it's successful, they might bring it back in the future. But right now, it looks like, you know, the people at, you know, at my company are saying they'll probably have funds for a couple months of this thing. Yeah, there's like $550 million or something. Right. So if you take that and divide it by an average loan amount of, you know, 500000 you know, that'll give you the answer as to, yeah. you know, how much time we have left, you know? Yeah. It's amazing. It is amazing. I'm so excited about it. I'm calling everybody about it. It's I know. so, so, so exciting because there's a lot of people that wouldn't be able to buy and would buy somewhere else, like go to a different state mm -hmm. to buy because they're that, you know, worried about that. But with this program, I think it's going to keep a lot of people here and a lot of kids will be able to stay here that wouldn't be able to. So that's very, very exciting for a lot, a lot of people. So Derek, tell everybody where they can find you. If they have a question about this program or anything else, you guys are amazing. We appreciate you every day. And um, gosh. Thank, thank you so much. So give thank us, you. So um, give yeah. us all your info. For sure. We've been researching this program. We're prepared to take on clients. We'll get you pre-approved that same day. We have to act quick because the money is going to run out eventually, and I want to get people who want this program in escrow. Um, we're located in the tall tower in Oxnard. We're on the first floor, Suite 105. Marco Mortgage, and our phone number is 805-853-3030. Thank you so much, Derek. Appreciate you awesome. being here today. I'll talk to you later today. <laughs> talk <laughs> yep, to you yep, every day. Work <laughs> Take care. Thanks, All right. Well, coming up, we have Ben Cohn from Sinks to the Sewers, and he is going to talk about sewer lateral lines. Did you want to talk about the Pizza Chief, though? Well, downtown Pizza Chief, the original Pizza Chief, we had him on last week. He is giving away $5 off a large, any large pizza. All you have to do is say, girls on the air, and they will give you that $5 off. So go down there and take advantage of that. The pizza is amazing. You will love it. So just wanted to say. 
Anyway, stay tuned. We'll be right back. We'll have Ben Cohn with us. Opa! You don't have to travel to Greece to enjoy the food, dancing, music, and culture. The Greek Ventura has it all. Healthy, traditional Mediterranean foods, fresh, daily seafood, succulent steaks, cozy up at the fire pit on our newly remodeled patio, open daily for lunch and dinner, brunch on the weekends, extended happy hour from Monday to Friday, 2 to 9 p.m., all overlooking picturesque Ventura Harbor, where the parking is always free. Go to thegreekventura.com. Opa! Hi there, I'm Pola, and I'm the Psychic on the Avenue. I'm a spiritual advisor, clairvoyant reader, and I'm here to help you focus on releasing the past baggage that's only been weighing you down. Also connecting with the present to help you look forward to make a bigger, brighter future. I specialize in all areas of life, and especially the power of love. Aren't you curious to know what your partner is feeling, thinking, or wanting? I can guide you through any situation giving you the spiritual key to open new doors, gain insight and intuition. This truly is my life's work. You can reach me at my location at 108 North Ventura Avenue or 107 Figueroa Street, both located in downtown Ventura. Or you can reach me at 805-628-3333. That is 805-628-3333. If you call in and use the code GIRLSONAIR, I will grant you $150 worth of services for only $85. I hope to hear from you soon for a spiritual awakening. Welcome back, Ventura County. We're listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin-Mahon. And I'm Karen Campbell. And we're so excited to have Ben Cohn with us today. He owns a business called Sinks to Sewers. And he is the best lateral sewer line inspector, which we have to do in Ventura. So I just appreciate you every single time, Ben, because you're so... Fair and thorough and honest. Right. And you tell people exactly what they need to know. You don't fluff it in any way. No. And so that's that's great, though, because he just tells it how it is. That's right. So tell people what you do. So I am a plumber that doesn't do plumbing anymore. Instead, (sighs) it was uh, probably starting back in 2016, 2017 time frame. I felt that I was doing so many inspections for the real estate community and for other plumbers that I felt that it was actually a conflict of interest for me to do the inspections and then go off and also do the repairs. Mm -hmm. And so I decided to pull back. There is one type of repair that I do, but it's so rare that it comes up. It's not something that I really advertise, even though I'm What is it? It's not even, if you need it, you'll find me. It's one of those things, I'll leave it at that. But the thing about it is, so I try to think of myself as maybe a smog shop that only does smogs. Sure. Or maybe a dentist that only does cleaning and uh, examinations, but maybe doesn't do braces. Mm. So that's how I prefer to think of myself, and I've kind of put myself in a little bit of a niche market and uh, working around the real estate community. And thankfully, everything has worked out, and it's it's going well. And I do serve all the way from Ojai all the way up into Thousand Oaks area. I get calls for that. So the whole Ventura County area? Pretty much, yes. Yeah. Well, it kind of it because Ventura lost a lawsuit, and now we have we have had for the last five years, and we will continue to do that in the future. We have to have every single sewer line scoped, 
and checked to make sure that it is in proper working order prior to close of escrow. When it, yeah, right. When, when you sell, yeah. And so back in the day, uh, December 31st, 2022, if we would have had that conversation, I would have been, uh, uh, hold on, Karen, you're speaking too fast. Because there were some <laughs> properties that were exempt. There, there are some but properties. But now, that... starting January 1st, now all the properties have to come into compliance in, in, with the exception of what I know of government buildings. And I'm giving you this information. I'm not a government official. I don't work for any of them. But what I do, this is pretty much what I focus on. So I've really tried to stay current on the law. And I read the municipal court, uh, municipal code. And so that's where I get my information from. And That sounds like fun. I'm just kidding. <laughs> My gosh, really? It's you know what you got to know what the yeah, rules are. Otherwise, you. what ends up happening is you're just kind of playing a game of well, who do we believe? Yeah, yeah um, good for you. And so speaking of that, that's one of the reasons why I actually like the Ojai uh, private sewer lateral ordinance program because it's so strict. They go off of one standard, and everyone knows what that standard is. What is it? Is is that if you let's say you have to have the inspections done. And if there are roots in the sewer line, it has to be permanently fixed. And when it first started, I honestly, I thought it was government overreach. I thought it was archaic. But what it did was it set a standard. And Ojai Valley Sanitation, I do believe that they live in the world of the gray a little bit, where they're not, I don't believe that they would go out of their way to harm somebody, and maybe they put it in financial distress. Um, or they would cause something, they work with you. As long as you they see that you're trying to make an effort to get better and to fall into compliance, from what I've seen, they work with you. Mm -hmm. In Ventura, it's kind of like, whose story do you want to believe? So if yeah. you talk to one plumber, he'll say like, hey, you have to have these sewer, these deficiencies fixed. You have to get it done. You talk to another plumber and they're like, no, you could just clean and maintain the lateral. Mm -hmm. So in Ojai, you have to get roots permanently fixed. Hydrojetting does not allow you to come into compliance or cleaning the pipe doesn't allow you to come into compliance. Mm. So you inspect a sewer, if I were to inspect a sewer line in Ojai, mm -hmm. and it's not just Ojai, it's the Ojai Valley Sanitation District. So this even falls into some areas that have Ventura as an address. So north of the Shell Road exit, small little community up there, mm -hmm. that's actually Ojai Valley Sanitation District. Mm. Okay, now here's the thing. Let's say there are routes you gotta get permit repair. Someone comes out and does it. Let's say it's maybe anywhere from a seven to a $15,000 mandatory repair within six months of the inspection date. You take that same sewer line in Ventura, and it would just be clean the pipe as needed. Mm -hmm. And because I include the cleaning of the pipe with my sewer inspections, all it cost them was $350. Yeah. And then usually I'll do like a two-year warranty, and so there's no further action required. Mm -hmm. But you can see where it's, you have two different municipalities, two different standards, but it could really affect the homeowner completely different. Realtors even negotiate on it and order the inspections at a different time mm -hmm. because of that reason. Hmm. Well, what I find happens is it puts us in a precarious situation because we know that we have to get the lateral lines in Ventura in Ojai done and in Camarillo or any other place where it's not mandatory, you know that that sewer lateral line needs to be checked. And so we have to say, you have to disclose that I think you should get the sewer lateral line checked because if it is collapsed and isn't working and it does need to be dug out and replaced, that's a huge cost. It could cost $12,000. And then I've had other situations where I've had a different person that I didn't get to choose check the lateral line. They'll say, oh, no, it needs to be completely replaced. And I'm like, well, let me just get a second opinion. And I have you come out and you're like, 
not so much hold on right because you've saved a couple of those for me like that so it's just so important to have somebody that you can trust someone that's going to give you the real scoop on the situation and that's who you've been for us so we just we appreciate you, you well, every single you. time so we're going to take a quick break and when we come back we're going to talk about that new ordinances for condos and other properties except for government agencies when we come back so stay tuned hi i'm larry reyes with smart home mortgage my team and i are here to offer our clients and real estate partners more options and more products than any local bank or credit union when others can't get the job done we can finding you the right product at the lowest rate at the lowest cost is what we do our team is dedicated to closing loans in 30 days or less with excellent communication along the way. You can find us at the Large Tower in Oxnard, Morgan Stanley Building, 300 East Esplanade Drive, Suite 105. We're on the main floor. Or give us a call at 805-853-3030. Find us on the net, smarthomemortgage.net. Our licensing information is... NMLS number 1569054. My individual NMLS number is 233573. Our California DRE number is 02012912. And my individual DRE number is 01507079. The number you really need to remember is mine, 805-853-3030. Come to Ventiki in downtown Ventura at the corner of Fern, Maine for happy hour food and drinks from 4 to 6 p.m. and enjoy a specialty drink by one of our cocktail shamans, where you will be amazed by the aloha spirit the moment you walk through our A-frame archway and sit around our fire pit on our open patio. See you soon. Mahalo. Call us at 805-667-8887. Once again, that's 805-667-8887. What doesn't kill you makes you strong. Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin-Mahoney. And I'm Karen Campbell, and we have been coming back with us. Thanks for being with us. We appreciate you. Likewise, I appreciate all of you, the entire real estate community. Thank yes. You. So tell us about this new law or new ordinance, basically. Is this basically. part of the original ordinance that just the condos and whatnot t- yes. took effect five years later or something? Ten years. Ten years. It's yeah. Been ten years? It's been ten years? So it got signed when, from the adoption of the signing. When? Okay. January. So January 1st, 2023 is when all these buildings were supposed to come into compliance. Okay. And I've had some property managers and communities and HOAs who have actually been very proactive, and they've already gotten it done. They're in a compliance and everything like okay. that. Um, so what is it? So talking about that, first off, I think what is really important to understand is managing expectation. And what I found is my glimpse into your industry, the real estate industry, I, I feel like that's what you all have to do so often. People think they're buying a new house, and it's not a new house. It's new to them, right? Right. And so... What is your expe- So what is someone's expectation about hearing this new ordinance that's going to have to come into effect January 1st? Right. Is that they have to understand it doesn't offer them any protection at all when they buy a condo or a planned unit, planned unit development or even a commercial building. It doesn't help them at all. And here's the reason why. The way that the ordinance is written is, is that you only have to inspect from the last connection to the city sewer. Okay, so this is the pipe outside for... for a single family house, this would typically be from the pipe outside of the house to the city sewer. So this would be in the yard and everything. Okay. Okay. Now, if you have a community, 
imagine you have a gate around it, big community, 200. Condo. Okay. Yeah, condo, condo association, okay. things like that. You just have to go to the very last connection to the city sewer. So I've inspected these, and all I've had to inspect was 30 feet of pipe. That's it. And that's for the whole complex? Exactly. What? That's all I had to inspect was that 30 feet of pipe because that was the last connection, the furthest connection closest to the city sewer, and then I have to inspect the pipe from that. So basically, it's mostly the pipe in the public right-of-way. I've done other HOAs where the city sewer line went in the middle of all of these complexes. Um, imagine like the capital letter E. Mm-hmm. The horizontal mm-hmm. would be the city sewer. The vertical lines, the three vertical lines on the capital letter E would be the, the HOA's property. Okay? And the city sewer ran all the way into the city or onto their complex. So I have to inspect every single unit. So I've done some HOAs. I had to produce 90, 90 plus PSL reports for them to come into compliance. Wow. And then I've done so other. This is good for you. Well, it's it, well it depends on how you take on it. You know, it all depends on. Yeah, ultimately, yes, this is how I earn my living. This is how yes. I feed my family. But at the same point, though, I want people to understand what they're getting. Mm-hmm. So when they're told that, hey, the HOA is coming into compliance or a commercial property is coming into compliance and they're buying unit 20, you know, second story on the third story or whatever, it doesn't help them at all. It doesn't offer them any protection. It's just something that potentially could end up raising their HOA fees. Because what I've often heard is I've had to come back and report to property managers. Hey, we got a serious issue here. This is under the street, uh, 20 something over, well over $20,000 in repairs. Okay. That was an actual, that actually happened. And the first words out of the board's mouth and the property manager's mouth was, how do we pay for this? And they're just saying this not to me, but just like, how do we pay for this? And then I'm like in the room and they're going back and forth. Well, I guess we got to raise, yeah. you know, we have to raise our HOA fees. And that, so anyway, go ahead. Here. Well, we can do that as a special assessment too. So that it's for a specific thing so that it's not raising the HOA fees. It's just doing a special assessment for this project. And once that project's done, that goes away and the HOA fees remain the same. So they could do it that way. And this is why you're so valuable, because I don't understand any of what you told me. <laughs> I understand those words, but you know that law. You know that exception. I don't. I know about sewers, and I could speak on that. Yeah. But you're the one, it sounds like, who really knows that fine print. So maybe if someone has that question, they should come back and talk to you. Hey, we might have to raise our rates. Karen Campbell, do you have a suggestion? Or it sounds like you're a good source of knowledge on so that. So my question is, I go buy a condo today. Mm-hmm. For the escrow, do I have to get a lateral sewer for my condo? Or do no. I just, just the HOA has to for yes. the entire complex? Yes. So the condo does not, okay, but the entire complex does. So and I just did one on Dean Drive yeah. right behind Lowe's. And that one, we checked the building, the building drain. And interestingly enough, that building drain, the kitchen drain was actually in another unit. There wasn't any problems, but the buyer just knew that that's actually what they had to do. We might have to have you back, Ben, because I think there's going to be lots of conversation about this. And so tell everybody where they can find you if they have a question, because we only have a couple minutes left. 805-758-5901. And if you have any questions on if I'm someone who's referable or not, I would... Uh, ask the viewers to please contact their favorite realtor or person in the real estate industry 
and just say, Ben Cohn, what do you think about this guy? Is he worth my time or not? You're wonderful. He is worth the time. Yeah, Trust me. Of course. Thanks so much for being here. Well, that wraps our show, you guys. We've had a very, very knowledgeable, educational, inspirational. But let's tell people first, call Pizza Chief and say, Girls on the Air, you get $5 off a large pizza, right? And do it for the weekend. Yep. All and right. the wine walk is today. Ooh. Oh, the so wine walk is today. So you're like right there. Are you going? Yeah. Ah. <laughs> Heck yeah. You're starting right now, huh? <laughs> All right. All right. Have a great week. <laughs>